Good fucking morning, PML. It is your boy, Is Nefarious, here, and I am extra toxic. Actually, I'm not going to be toxic today. I'm going to be very nice. Good you've evening. You've already been walked morning. over twice this morning. How? What happened? You, you've, already, you've already been walked over twice this morning at work. In yeah, the last five minutes. Yeah, exactly. They, they. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to be able to be toxic, but I wasn't. Unfortunate. Um, but, but breakfast show is here. The breakfast crew is ready. I got my main man Deloitte in the building. Deloitte, say fuck you to the people. I mean, good morning to the people. Um, good morning, PML fam. Um, I don't know what's going on with Neff. He was supposed to be in a toxic mood, um, but he's not. He's not my right allergies now. are my allergies are fucking me up. Like, like KMFO against that fucking me up. Right okay, now. maybe <laughs> never mind. Maybe maybe the toxicity is coming back. <laughs> it's slowly coming back. Um. I also got my main guy, A-Rod, in the building. A-Rod, say what's up to the people. What's up, PML? A-Rod reporting live after a one-day hiatus. Uh, apparently, you can't miss a day, or else you're a co-host did sandbag, you your... so I got I to gotta make sure I'm here every day. Hey, did, did you get your Exactly. You show, show the fuck up to work, or you are off the fucking show. Uh, did, you, did you get your points yesterday, A-Rod? Uh, good, good question. Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> he, he wasn't on the show yesterday. How the fuck can you get any points? Um, the day before, he still got Monday. Friday, Friday. <laughs> was it? No, no. Today's Wednesday. Yeah, so Monday. Fucking Monday, he didn't get his points. What a douchebag Neff is. Um, moving over to last, but certainly the least. My boy <laughs> HD, HD. Say what's up to the people. Hello, people. Fuck you. Exactly. What's up with That's all the... of the explicitives today? Um, this is this is going to be the Rated R show. <laughs> this is going to be it, PML After it. Light. It can't be After Dark because that'll be copyrighted. <laughs> PML After Light. Well, 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 technically, wouldn't they be After Light because they do it at dark? And then wouldn't we be After Dark because we do it during the Yes, days? yes. we got to talk about that. We're going to have uh, a, uh, JT set up a meeting between myself and Mally Rojo. Actually, The Natural because it's The Natural show. Um Ooh. So we'll set up a meeting between Natural and myself. We'll discuss this. Uh, we'll discuss the names and all that. Um, safe to say that there is a new villain when it comes. There's a new rivalry when it comes to podcasts. Uh, us and rolling out the pocket, uh, rolling out the pocket wasn't really a rivalry. It was just fun in the chat. But fuck the after dark. I was gonna say, hey, hey, I haven't seen rolling out the pocket in a few days. Well, well, I, w- I was on. I was on rolling out the pocket. What what did After Dark you do? Cheating? Did you just say you cheating on us? Am I cheating? No, I'm I'm giving us promo by going to other shows. You're <laughs> 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 expanding our network. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna doing a media. Doing a media run. This show, you don't this show, I did mention. I did mention this show. I'm doing a press tour right now, so you gotta let me do my I like that. Arm. I like that. The, the goof, when, the goof mentioned that it's powered it. by the breakfast show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody knows he mentioned it. it he really with breakfast. Said, fuck the breakfast show. <laughs> yeah, I said, I said, I said specifically, I said earlier on the breakfast show. That was my plug right there. Oh, it was a great plug. There you go. I like that. So, <laughs> seamless. Nobody notices it, but somebody's gonna say breakfast show. Hmm. 
seems like the best way to start a so day is the breakfast. Whenever show. I go on the you know the after dark podcast, I'm going to say I got to go to Whoa. bed because in the morning I have I to the do breakfast. the breakfast show. The fact that you think about going over there is fucked up. Somebody nah, has nah. to promote. We don't. We don't have. So uh, somebody, I think A Rod just asked, "What's what's the issue between us and the the after dark show?" There's no issue. It's just us talking shit. That's just not what it is. Yeah, I just talk shit a lot. Don't listen to them. I think it's just Neff versus Mally. I think that's the. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, it's kind of like Neff versus Goose. Yeah, it, but I it's think ironic. West thing, that Mally's on the breakfast show too. Because well. Mally's a weekend breakfast show host, so. So, yeah. so do we even have a weekend show anymore? Basically, we Mally do. Well, I just was in the show. tournament this past weekend, so it was tough. He, yeah. he, he was just—he was just too busy allowing goals to. to Mally, yo, I, I, I wish I could upload videos on That's Discord. I probably would have spammed these guys with some of the highlights I pulled yeah. from <laughs> from the stream. The low lights. I'll send, I'll send the the Facebook link after the, after the show. I'll send. I, I posted Please a couple do. on Facebook. It sounds like Manly needs to pick a show, in my opinion, because we we're, Manly alone. He is, we, he is three seasons behind. HD is living content. up to his name right now. It's toxic HD. Listen, we are toxic on this show. That show, they just fucking cry all night. So get those tissues out of here. You know, Hey, Rod, are you trying to regulate the show and make sure, you the know, they bring the toxicity toxic. and we bring the positivity? They're trying to keep <laughs> up happens? with each other's toxic levels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's like H- I brought HD on the show just to make sure I'm staying on par with my toxicity. So that's why that's why he's here. As he gets more toxic, I got to get more toxic. I got to show that I am the alpha toxic uh, person but listen, here. Every, see, but here's how it works. I'm on here... So when I'm toxic, you could be as toxic as you want, but you still yeah. don't seem toxic because I'm more toxic. So it works out for you. Yeah, there's no downtime for HD. When he has nothing to be toxic about, he'll just tag Jets and ask him a question. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, that, that's, how we, that's how we check if you're active around here. And guess what? Jets has not answered my tag from yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's definitely out there. We, no, we definitely got no. to put an APB out there and see if we can find him. Now, uh, so uh, that's going to bring up a topic we could talk about. Um, when it comes to PML, it's not like every other league. You you, you got to play a game, but you also got to be active in the chat, active in content, active and all that. Um, I get it. You know, there's some good users. I get it. Work life. Some, some people just don't have the time for it. And that's no issue. You know, that's no knock on anybody that just – doesn't have the time. I know people get busy. I know stuff like that. It's going to be interesting because I know KMFO didn't have the season for CFL this year because it got canceled. It's going to be interesting what happens when everything starts to pick back up again. Is is KMFO still going to be around? So but, you're saying we have a chance to win. <laughs> so what I'm saying basically is, you know, when it comes to PML, not everybody has the free time and could be as active. And that's nothing against them. It's just, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It, you know, the league just isn't for you. It, if you, you know, if you don't have the time, it just isn't for you. Just save the spot for people that have the time because there's plenty of people that probably want to be in it. And I don't know your, your opinions on that. I mean, um, I don't think you have to be in chat, like, all day and stuff like that. I just think long as you do what you're required to do, like, enough content, you know what I mean, you're 
you still contribute somewhere to the league, I think there's a spot for you. I think I'm, checking in the chat at least a day or every other day, just checking in is, is yeah, enough like the Broncos to consider does that. Check in like every day or two and pop in. But then there's people who don't even check in at all. Like, like the Jets. Over, yeah, like Jets you're oh. here from. Um, that that, that from used very rarely. He used, he used to be in chat all the time. He really was in chat a lot. But who bet? Yeah, but like halfway through last cycle, he like kind of started slowing down on it. I don't know what he's gotten into, but my thing with that is like you're talking about, you know, actively participating. And like I was going through the rosters, and I noticed that the Chiefs have three kickers on their roster. Now I don't know if anybody can explain that to me. Maybe there's a, a short kicker and mid kicker. Somebody had Harrison Bunker. There's no reason. Okay, he's so, worried so about listen. a kicker pulling the hammy, and he has he has. Hand up. <laughs> He has, <laughs> he has his kickoff kicker. He has his field goal kicker, and he has an extra point kicker. He's got to make sure they all get XP. Everybody uh, eats I, it. I don't know what team he's running there, but I, that's like a preseason roster right there. Oh, oh no. speaking of speaking of rosters and teams and stuff, there's three O and six. There's three what? Whoops, sorry. Owen, that. I got Owen. a phone call. There, there's there's three Owen teams out there right now. It was uh, the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Panthers. So you want to revisit that? Who's going to go 0-16? Oh, know. my Lord. What happens if JT goes 0-16? I don't see well, JT, JT going 0-16. Well, JT said that's not happening because he has the 49ers on his schedule. Yes, exactly. And the 49ers <laughs> are a free win. Even though they're 2-2 two and two and they're not 0-4, I guess the 49ers are automatically a free win to most people. Um, you know, uh, you know, uh, you could have that, I guess. Um, but I don't see you JT can... in yeah, a realistic way. So it cuts me off. Well, tell your people calling you to suck your um toe. No, it's important. So, their... you know, it's work stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, it's work. You could ignore it. I ignore work calls when I'm on the show all the time. Actually, I did ignore the first one. He called me back. <laughs> <laughs> I I do that because I I deal with dispatch and they call me while I'm on the show and I'm like hanging up and I'm like just text me what you need. And she's like, oh yeah, so and so is on his way back and I'm like, great, all right, thanks. But basically, um, but basically, when JT goes on sixteen. Um, my plan for PML when I take over is uh, <laughs> the, uh, the entire rule book. And uh, we're going to ban everybody that's better than me, actually. So we're actually going to start with another 32 users. I'm sorry to you guys. I just found out you're out of here. But, so yeah, it's going to be the first team, be the first team to um, go 0-16 to 16-0. Oh, no, you're not going 0-16. So no, I have two wins. You'll be but fine. There you go. It's all right. D. Lloyd, you can stay because my all-time record versus you is like <laughs> like 10-3. and three, So, you know, no big deal. You're cool. Appreciate I like you. Cool. So, A-Rod, you're out of here. I don't think I've once. Um, we I just want to throw back out there that I still hate that rule. By the way, you automatically get kicked. Yeah, it's a it's a tough rule, especially if it's somebody that you don't want to see go. Um, Yo, I don't think I think me and you played PML nineteen, and that was it. We have not played in two years. Like yeah. seriously, legitimately, because you quit yeah, last cycle. Yeah, I left last cycle. So. <laughs> That's crazy. I, 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 so what happened is I felt. Like I was gonna have to play you soon, and so knowing you, how you toxic left. and trolly you are, I was like, if I lose that game, I may 
or may not go into a deep depression. You, you are a goddamn liar. You lost to JT by four scores and fucking quit the next day. No, I beat JT by four scores. Uh, then I lost. I lost to true. Z Star. I lost to Z Star, and then after I lost to Z Star, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm all done. I beat JT like thirty five to seven, uh, like a week or two before, and he always they always he always jokes around that. I had somebody else playing for me. Meanwhile, I was just sitting in party chat. Like, I, I literally was on NHL, said, oh, shit, I got to go play this game. Hopped on Madden, stood in the party chat with the guys from NHL, and I was, like, talking shit about JT to them while I was playing JT. So it was, it was pretty fun. Uh, but, yes, I quit because I knew I was going to have to play HD. It invited A-Rod onto the, into the league. It opened up the spot for A-Rod. So, okay. A-Rod, you're welcome. Good job. You let and it Peter in. Yeah, now we let a cheater in that doesn't take out his starters when he's up uh, between 28 and 35. Yeah, he was up. (laughs) He was in that window of 28 to 35, so he should have took his starters out, but he did not. And uh, HD, you had a bigger, you had a new show. I thought it might have been about that, but it wasn't. It was about somebody else. You want to dive into that? First of all, can we say how dare you hurt feelings like that, A Rod? Just rude, man. I use my yeah, yeah. Quarterback to Neil. <laughs> how how, how, how dare up. you? Not only did you do it to that, you did it to the nicest person, the most pure-hearted. Exactly. Non- the dude that always there. has your back. Always Listen. has your back. Doesn't talk shit. You did it to that guy. The nicest <laughs> person. To be fair. To be fair. I think I'm nicest to A-Rod out of everyone else in my division. I mean, that's not I'm saying much, bacon. though, you know? Bacon, bacon, bacon is actually, not that rude. Listen, no, but I am to him. So, listen, he actually, before I get into <laughs> the uh, Patriots-Steelers, Bacon actually pissed me off last night because uh, we played our game at midnight, so I stayed up, you know. I don't play past 10. You can ask A-Rod. He asks me all the time. Played 11, played 11. Like, you know, bacon, no, Bacon's window is like, I could, play, I could play Thursday at 6 o'clock or Friday at yeah. 2.30. That's it. Yeah, he's like, he's like <laughs> yeah, I'll play. He's like, we can play at midnight. Or I could play at um, between one and three on Thursday. I'm like, also oh, when I'm at work, like suddenly, yeah. like his availability used to be ridiculous, and now suddenly Bro, he it's had like class. two hours. We, we were chatting, and this is no lie. We were trying to plan our game. It was like one in the morning, one thirty in the morning. He's like, I'm still in class. I'm like, what do you mean I'm, st- I'm just still in class? He's yeah, like, we had a late. He meeting. might, he might, he might be working during the day and going to class at night. Working? No, he just saying, he was saying, talking about he couldn't afford Patreon. It. He was talking about he couldn't afford Patreon three dollars a month. That man ain't working. Uh-huh. Anyway, that don't mean not working, man. Dealer, you're not working. He's fucking way okay. too many armor. I don't. Dealer's out here making YouTube videos, to calling it working shit. Whatever. Anywho, <laughs> so I stayed that's... up till midnight. He's a, he works in marketing it's... for a different company. You asshole. <laughs> he's a, he's a that's not a real. I'm a liar. <laughs> so listen, he's a damn it's, liar. It's, the game's going till one o'clock, obviously one a.m. And so I'm down by ten, and there's two minutes left in the game. I have all my timeouts, and he starts kneeling the ball. I'm like, okay, that's weird because obviously, like, he's backed up, so like he could get a punt, and I could, I only had to go like 40 yards, and something like that, and um, I'm using my timeouts, and so while I use those timeouts, the clock's not running. He's still taking the play clock all the way down to zero because I'm calling timeouts, <laughs> and he thought I was you being an asshole. You have to go to sleep. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and he he like so I deunged him after the game. He's like, oh, gg. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, good job. I was like, just running the clock down when it wasn't running. I was like, I stayed up late to play, like, for you. And, you know, that's what you do. He's like, oh, you were calling timeouts, being a douchebag. Well, I was like, I was down by 10, and I had a position to score. Like, all I needed was an outside kick if I had to score a touchdown or a field goal. 
He goes, oh, you had no chance. There's only 40 seconds left. I'm like, I threw a pick with 40 seconds left. And honestly, his safety went through Landry to get that pick. So realistically, he shouldn't have when got did it. He start, when did he start chewing clock? I don't even know if he chewed clock. But uh, he was like running the play clock down, not the game clock. So I was calling timeouts. So he's yeah, like, have oh. you ever finished a game before and, and had no dispute or problem? And yeah. Said, I've hey, taken, man, I, lost. I know I've taken losses and go on, but still it's like, if I stay up three hours later to play you have some respect yeah. because you know, I work the next morning at 7am and I got to be up at six. So it's yeah, like, I feel that you it, well, like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, the field, well, and it's least, like, but... And you it's, but it's like, it was a 10 point, yeah, but you were up 29 and your starters were still in. Anywho, he I thought that touchdown is still, and still been within the boundaries of 35 <laughs> points. He, he thought I was being a douche by calling timeouts, being down 10 with two minutes left with an opportunity to score. So I don't know. That just kind of like. That, see, after you called the first timeout, I, you know, I would have said, oh, he's trying to come back. Well, like I that, I expected him to but run. Then it's a fair play. game in my head. Once you start using your timeouts, it's fair game again. Yeah. Well, it was fair game from the start. It was only a ten point game. Right. I could have. Yeah. I could have. I could have scored a touchdown. Got an outside. Scored a touchdown and won the game. Really, like See, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, hold on. Could, so the complaint is not him running down the game clock. He's just the play clock. He was clock. running the play clock when there was no time running. So that's my thing. I took it as unsportsmanship. But then again, but then again, you knew down, I stayed up to do that. So you think he was yeah, keeping you up late? To, then you but, no, he but purposely was. He literally said but, he was because he thought I was being a douchebag using my timeout. So, because he uh, thought I had zero chance of winning. Down 10. So, so here's my point. You are down 10. Mm-hmm. You need to score within – so it was 40 seconds left when he first got the ball, right? So No, no, no. Ti- He had the ball with two minutes left. He ran the clock down to like 130. And then I was using my timeout. Or I was using my timeout. So I got the ball with a little less than a minute and a half left. I didn't okay, the game so wasn't over until I threw a pick okay. 40 seconds left. And if I had caught that ball, I probably would have been at like the 20 or so. I could have took my three and tried an outside kick. So, yeah, so you think about it, though. You're, you're down 10, so you, you need to score, and then you need to get an onside kick, which never happens. Um, uh, I've, I've gotten many. I've gotten many onside kicks. You just gotta know how to. <laughs> happened kick them. against me. I never yeah, got one. It happened against me though. Always in a situation where, uh, <laughs> you know, A Rod's like, you know, I'm just gonna take this. This is halftime. You know, normal Madden stuff. Up, uh, HD came out on an onside kick. Now I'm screwed. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> Oh, you guys act like it doesn't happen before. I didn't, didn't the Saints didn't, didn't the Saints open up a Super Bowl halftime like second half with an onside? Yeah. Kick? I'm not saying yeah. I'm not it saying was you're, a, you're it was wrong. a surprise yeah. onside kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That back to the yeah game. but like, dude, that surprise onside kick that used to be in like Madden 11 was so clutch. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be doing it every time if I could. Oh, I know. So the the topic was uh, the, the the Steelers and the Patriots. Um, so I went on, I went live. I tried to record, but I'm out of space on my computer. I got to clean up some old videos. Um, <clears throat> I went live. We're talking about the game, and I jumped straight into the second half because obviously that's what's important. He scored 34 points in the second half, and he was already up 21. I'm pretty sure at that point it was like 31 to 10 at half. And so I'm going. I was like, oh, okay, you know, you gotta. So it, it's weird though because so he was up. 38 points. All of his starters were in. He's still running the ball, jet sweeps, you know, stuff that he had an issue with Bill's doing, he's doing. So, um, I wanted to actually ask this, because I was thinking about it last night, well, you know, I'll bring this up tomorrow. 
he kept getting uh, interceptions and fumbles. Short fields, is it like, how, how do you feel about like, it's the short field, eventually he's going to have to score, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. And I mentioned like in the video, I'm like, that, like we mentioned two weeks ago, if you, get a, if you get a turnover and you're up by, you know, five scores, you should be going down and trying to run clock out. He's scooping, scoring. He's scooping and taking it down to the two and running it in with his rookie running back to get him XP. He finished so, with like three touchdowns uh, in the second the half. The thing with the I seen I seen your video. The thing with the running back that I just I didn't agree with was that it was still his second running back. I understand that he was his rookie trying to get him XP, but it wasn't that, his start. Like it wasn't. I know he splits true, carries. Every Lindsay. team has that's, to split yeah, carries, but it was. wasn't Lindsay. Because I I probably still would have ran the ball before net. In, 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 so Lindsay, were, Lindsay's old, 50, though. 50. Lindsay's had, old. They both mm-hmm. had 11 carries. Lindsay's still a superstar, though. Lindsay's not that old. He's not. He's not. not he's not 30 at least. No, at no. He, he just got in the league like four years ago. So he'd be like, he'd probably be like 28 right now in in PML, I think, off the top of my head. Just a guess. I can tell you right now. Just a guess. I think he's like 28. But he's still and a then superstar, the, and he's still got the, like 93 speed. With the interceptions and stuff, like I said, I would typically try to go down. You, you're not going to get the whole lead to go down off a pick. Like, that's just, you know what I mean? Or even a scoop and score. I think people are just so ingrained on scoring. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I just don't I, I know I don't the, claim, the claim has been they try to score their, their fumble recoveries and their pick sixes because it's hard to get defensive touchdowns. Uh, Defensive XP, basically, not mm-hmm. even touchdowns, just XP okay. in general. So it's like, you know, whatever. But it's still, it's like in a real game, if the game's out of hand, you get a pick, you always see the DB slide. They rarely, the last interception I've seen in a, in a game that's over was a pick six was Tom Brady's last game as the Patriots against the Titans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we're savages, bro. It was a 12 point <laughs> pick. You know what I mean? Like, that makes sense. You're picking the ball back at the 20, and you're trying to sorry, run, sorry, trying to no. it all the way down. I had to apologize for that, man. We had to get Brady <laughs> I'm, out of I'm there. I'm crying right now. I'm crying. <laughs> so it's like, you know what I mean? It just uh, compared to, like, last year, um, or was it this year, when the Ravens played the Titans, Marcus Peters got a pick, and he ran, like, 10 yards and slid before he could lose the ball, you know, cough it up, and then they, they ran the ball out. So it's like – I think that still needs touchdown, in my opinion, which obviously it's too late because, you know, it's off-season issue, whatever. But um, I don't know. That, that's why I just want to get opinions. Like, yeah, I think, I think, though, yes, it was his backup running back. You should just be running the ball. You shouldn't be running to score because that's exactly it, what he it, was trying to so do. So my question, my question for you is, is the running back a buildable running back? Like, is that – because if he's – did he go down on purpose oh. on the two or let, let him no. himself? No, right. he's running. He's straight up running the ball, like trying juking. No, no, no. I'm saying, score. I'm saying, uh, uh, yeah, for for the turnover, he was trying to score, right? Yeah, but he just got tackled. He didn't get down. He just got tackled. He didn't go down. All right, yeah, that, that that's different. I thought you the but, way you said well, it, I thought you went yeah. down on the two on purpose and then no, he, ran he it got, over. He got tackled, but like. As 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 Dulac said, yeah, it's his backup, but you you should just be running the ball. You shouldn't be running to score because the game's already out of hand. And it was brought actually brought to my attention by somebody. They DM'd me. Natural said in his he was on cue the drama. I think I did. Yeah. I guess he straight up said he's playing to win. I don't know anything yeah, that's on that. So when I hear that's that, I'm I'm hearing okay, fuck the rules. I don't I don't care about you. I don't care about the sim score. 
I'm just going to try and win. That's what I hear. Obviously, I don't. I, I have to go back and listen to it myself. Maybe I'll do that on my drive home um, today. But um, that's what I hear when I hear I'm just playing to win. Because he thinks that Bills gets away with everything because everybody likes him. But that isn't the no, case. No, Bills, if you want to say Bills doesn't play by the same rules he gets as heat. natural. Bills definitely gets heat. I, I give him heat all the disregard time. Disregard that. Yeah, he gets shit for it. But I don't know. I just And plus, it's just like, and I know it's been done to me. Um, your, your attitude in chat reflects how people look at you. So natural, if you're going to sit there and be a fucking douchebag all day, and you I mean, do something, you're going to get called out. Bill's real is a life, really right? fucking nice guy. I mean, that's real life. Like, you're never, there's, this whole life is fair bullshit is not a real thing, yeah. right? Like, perception is a, is a real thing. There's double standards in every Everywhere. aspect of life. So, literally, like, when I was taught, like, it's a taught thing. Like, the nicer you are to other people, the more breaks you're going to get in life. The more people are going to give you second chances, exactly. the more people are going to like you and want to help you out. I agree. So and if you're addicted to people, you're typically not going to get the benefit of the doubt. Exactly. So think about it. You got a guy. You got a guy that's been in PML since it started. So three years. You have three years of this guy being an asshole to everybody. He doesn't give a shit who you are. He's coming at your neck regardless. You're an asshole too. Yes, but I have a nice yeah, but I have a nice he, he does, natural head. You just don't. You're just, you're just not a winning asshole, so, so people don't so, hate you as much. So no, my I question, disagree completely. I think my assholeness compared to natural is completely different. I control you. He's straight up coming at you to offend you. But no, you I mean, him. people don't like HD either. That's why uh, Drama put up how many, however many points he put up against. <laughs> so I mean, anywho. <laughs> So, but like, what I was trying to compare was Natural's been an asshole for three years. He he never has a good side, whatever. And then you have this guy that's coming as as the Bills, who's been here for a season and a half. His only beef has been with me, and that's normal. I've been his only he, he, and that was and it's been ago. a little beef with with Natural for a little bit because Natural, like, it's like not even a said, beef with he, Natural though. It's, it's natural, just natural being doesn't upset. Like him. Natural yeah. straight up does not like him. He's already said he doesn't like him. He doesn't like the guys he brings in because he doesn't like KMFO. He was salty that his guy didn't come in and because we brought a KMFO guy. Your next you have, a, you a, your next or, have a 13% success rate. No, I, he said it. Oh, wow. you have a, your next have a 13% success rate in PML. Shut the fuck up about your next. We don't care. KMFO brought in the Chargers guy. He's a great user. He's a good guy. We don't care for Nax just because you. I don't give a shit care. who brings in who. It, exactly. Like that's not what it, it is. It's like, that they don't does come not in. matter. I don't care if you have a best friend and you're like, I want my best friend in the league. If they don't get in the league, they don't get in the league. What are you crying for? But here's you're the thing: you're in the they, league. The Nax well, that brought me in the league. league. I'm gonna give them a pass on that. The Nax have barely. <laughs> they've barely been. But you're good for the league. You're the best. Exactly. That's the difference. They're 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 barely um, active. Oh, oh, you got a call. They're, yeah, they're they're barely good. They're they're barely successful and stuff. And there's another call. Mm. <laughs> he just keeps getting right in the middle of the, <laughs> the explanation. And it, it was funny because I like like I, I was telling you my dispatch called me. My dispatch has already called me while we were talking. Um, <laughs> but no, I, mean, uh, I don't think he does himself a lot of favors. Um, no, no, I think no, there's not at all. there's people in the league that's like that anyway. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, that's not going to get the benefit of the doubt. Um, but yeah, me, I, I take like I'm a perfect example. I'm an asshole, so people are assholes to me. So I'm like, all right, Jesus, they won't stop calling me. 
<laughs> but yeah, Dilo, you're the first guy that he's brought in that does like content consistently and like you know you're active and shit. And cook, right? And cookie, 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 right? cookie, yes, yeah. and cookie. Cookie started off on a shit list though. Actually, a lot. I don't. I don't think. A wow. Lot of people, I don't think a lot of people <laughs> no. liked him in there because he he was from what I can remember from chat because when he first came in, remember. He's a muck guy, or at least he was a muck guy. He wasn't bad. He, he wasn't. I don't remember he, him he was like barely, bad gameplay wise. He he had some sketchy gameplay. He wasn't chat active, and he wasn't doing PML content. So that I do remember off the wrong way. But I do remember last season he turned. You say a lot of people, but it was mainly HD. I do remember. No, I didn't have a problem with him. <laughs> I do remember people bringing up his gameplay, and I remember talking to JT, I believe, and. Me and JT said there was really nothing wrong with his gameplay. Like we both watched it, we were talking about it, and we never really saw anything wrong. It is gadgety, it is like, you know, it's, that it's, type of offense, it's pretty repetitive. It when happens. you give him a shitty team, it's repetitive. He ran the same seven plays every game for his first like two seasons with the Dolphins. Which, yes, you're trying to work with what you got, but you still have to mix it up. Yeah. His of offense course, was jet sweeps and bubbles and bubble screens to fucking Jakeem Grant. That's literally his offense. <laughs> At least it was, you know, last cycle. But it's definitely been an. Um, he's definitely You're a lot of I think. ADHD. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> he has come out and said though that like he doesn't really even like mutt anymore since he joined the, PFL. The title of this got to be HD versus everybody. I'm not going to cook. Though. I'm just pointing out he started <laughs> off rough, and uh, he he switched over. And uh, Deloitte, I mean, you you were like that. Not your gameplay, though. You were like, so, like you were quiet. You didn't do like as much content, and then you switched over. And you had a th- you had a thing. I came into a league. I didn't know who out. any of you guys were, and I had this random dude in Cleveland talking shit to me every <laughs> fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know what? Yeah, when when Cookie joined, that's what Mike was doing. Mike was tagging Cookie, telling you know, calling him out, trying to get him to fucking start talking. It just wasn't working. <laughs> Yeah, it takes people a little bit of time to warm up to, you know, the chat. Like, it, it, you're in a new situation. That's like going to a new job, and you're just trying to do. I, I did. Do what I you, did what enjoy you need to trying to trying to kill HD with silence. People like, dude, say something. <laughs> <laughs> he just said no, you were I, just sitting there well, laughing. Deloitte, like, well, Deloitte's sitting there thinking, I'll let my game do the talking. Bam, he's 0 four against me. Suddenly, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You guys made me, but no, because I've never played online until I got in the league. It's so I was did offline CFM. I yeah, really cannot well. play. I can't play a franchise by myself. Like I want to so bad. There was one time I literally went oh, seven years into a, a franchise by myself. I literally can't do it. I, it's not fun for me. Yeah, I can't do that. No, I, I feel like I the ga- I, I feel like the idea. game is cheese. I feel like they'd be running the same. I feel shit. like people are cheese. So <laughs> that's why. <laughs> CPU be turning 68 overall quarterbacks into fucking uh, Peyton Manning. Manning. Like, it's nuts. <laughs> it's like he's I, played against, I played against a 49 overall uh, quarterback, and he died. I think he was like 19 for like 23 or something like that. Yeah, looking like a freaking <laughs> seven, seven touchdowns, 1,600 yards. Like, bro, it's only the first quarter. Relax. <laughs> HD's going to file a complaint. He did not yeah. pull his starters. I'm, I'm, calling I'm calling Mole. I'm like, yo, dude, these guys aren't subbing out. This is fucking ridiculous. Hey, I, you need, know, I need this say, whole offense suspended <laughs> next week. Uh, Neff, <laughs> Neff, were you here from literally the beginning? Like, the true beginning? Yes, I was here from Who season one. In... I'm an OG. 
Who brought in Mole? How did Mole get in here? Mole is a net guy. Okay, which you know I'm not against. I I like Mole. I like fucking with Mole for sure because he he gets. I, now I'm I'm about ninety. <laughs> 90% sure on that, 95. I'm pretty sure Mole is a Nat guy, and it, Nat it wouldn't make sense. Talk to him because early, you know, he goes to those yeah. um, conferences or whatever so they're called. Uh, my next question was he left us to go play next gen. Everyone thinks it's because the Chargers beat him, whatever. It's just bad timing for his, you know, just leaving in the middle of the night. He hasn't joined a franchise on PS4, it's all been next gen. Would you mm-hmm. guys be against him coming back when if we went to like season five? Or if we, you know, Madden 22? No. Or, I, uh, or, or are you just about, bitter about the way he left? Because obviously I think that's so, everyone's. I think he left like, you know, he left well, rolling. No, I, would, I think, I think in, in being <laughs> fair, I think there was so much stuff going on, especially in that dev cycle that, you know, we all COVID don't know about. Because you could tell this Madden was like a rush. You know what I mean? Like they are figuring stuff out kind of like as mm-hmm. they go. Mm-hmm type of thing. So I think there's a lot of stuff going on with them, you know, trying to get next gen out, which they ended up delaying mm-hmm. anyway. So you know they didn't have everything, you know, the ducks in a row yeah. at that point. And then on top of that, I don't think it helps, you know, when you're going through all that stuff, you know, the f- fixed Madden franchise is trending. And then you have, you know, HD saying your game sucks every day. Not just you, but you know what I mean? I think it was just I've a lot, honestly. A lot. No, you know what I would talk shit to Mole while he's in the league. Literally days after he left, that's when everyone started to do what I was doing, except he wasn't there to see it. I'm like, you guys are a bunch of bitches. Like, where the fuck no, are y'all? No, like, no, 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 what's funny is uh, even with me, like, I would, I would, when I, when I left the league and I would come into the chat, I think I went into the chat randomly twice. Literally, the first thing I said every time was, Mole, your game's trash, and then <laughs> you know it would lead into other stuff like people talking. But yeah, he, he yeah. probably dealt with that a lot. So here's the thing with Mole: um, what people don't understand, like I get it, he left, it sucks, this and that. Having Mole and PML is good for the league because he it's an inside guy when it comes to making a game. JT likes to be in his ear. I know him and JT talk. He likes to be in his ear, hey, this would be good to have in a game. This would be good. And, you know, he takes that into consideration. You know, I don't know the whole thing with EA. I don't know how it works. I don't know if they go into a room, they start brainstorming. But he gets that little birdie in his ear, a.k.a. JT, saying certain things would make the franchise better. And, mm-hmm. you know, it helps. It, you know, so PML has its own little personal touch when it comes, it comes to Madden. Uh, that's what's good about having Mole in the league. What sucks is just like the Madden before, you know, he's only been in two cycles, right? No, three cycles, because I think he came in at the end of 19. He's only been in for three cycles. What sucks about Mole is you got to remember, he's already playing the next Madden as we go into, like, season, the end of season three, start of season four. He's already starting to play the next Madden and work on that. I log in and I play online head to heads and I always, you know, I try to climb the ladder board. That's what I do. I don't play. And you much. see his name up there. And every time I go to the top 100, it's always him, like one or two. Yeah, and he's he's always playing. Now there was a lot. There is a lot of talk from people in the league that his play could be cheesy. Well, Are you still when you're an EA about? dev, 
You still talking yeah, about more? Yeah. Okay, I, I take my headphone yeah. out, so sorry about that. Yeah, we're talking about more <laughs> now. When you you say Mole is gameplay is cheesy, that's easy to see because he knows how to break the game. Like he yeah, knows it, how to break the say, game without being mentioned. obvious. Without yeah, he he knows obvious. the ins and outs and how to manipulate without it being crazy. And I think people try to people were throwing it out there that he could do that and no one could really notice or say anything. But like yeah, um, I did have a I had another question about it, but I, I forgot. Oh. It was the could you imagine that division right now with Mike being hot, KMFO, Nat, and Mole? That that would have been the division because Mole must game must watch game every week when it comes to divisional matchups. Yeah, because Mole had the Jets. Yeah, that would have been a perfect division. So it's a but that's where I feel like um, now I know JT likes to do the divisions (laughs) like that. I feel like you would have to take um, Mole and Mike and put them on the other side. Uh, and put them in the NFC. Yeah, because I feel like at this, yes, you want divisions to be like that, but you need the conferences to also be like that. For the because, Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, so like our AFC East is obviously the most dominant. There's no question. But who's that on the other side? That the NFC North that Z Star's been taking over for the last three you know, last three seasons? I think the uh probably the NFC West. Yeah, <laughs> NFC West is definitely a juggernaut. Uh, no, yeah, that I would I'm, say I'm signing NFC off. East. I got to go. <laughs> um, you think, I think the you NFC, think the NFC has, East is the most comparable to the AFC East? It's the closest from top to bottom. The NFC North is. No, I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like being competitive. I'm talking straight up. This team, this division, will take on this division, no problem. Well, the Bears have division. The, the, the Bears haven't the, been the, good. The Packers are still questionable. The only thing yeah, they have he's, is he's been on a roll this season. I think now that he's having a cool season with his team, I think we're seeing the real Jack. I think, he, but I, I, think I still, I still think in the NFC East you have four yeah, fucking users. burn and Q. You have burn and Q. What the fuck against KMFO and Natural? I no, mean, I'm saying Burn just had a good bottom, game with him, but top to bottom. We're yeah, talking, but I'm talking, talking about no, no, no. I'm talking. Well, you're not, you're not, you weren't listening to what I'm saying. Play the AFC East. And <laughs> the NFC North that. is carried by Z Star right now. Cookie oh, Boy hasn't been as good. Cookie's 4 0 right now. Cookie's 4 0 right now. Cookie Boy is still Cookie Boy. And he still, he still has a Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, Cookie yeah we'll see. We'll Boy. see what happens this, this season. I, I mean, Cookie Boy hasn't had the best team to work with. But, but when you're saying from top to bottom, who's a better division? It goes to the NFC East, even though the NFC North has the 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 sure. best NFC user when it comes to Z Star. But then T Bandit, I think T Bandit, you know, being that you know that pro style quarterback mind that he is, he's really dangerous, and he's already been to a Super Bowl. So when you look at the NFC East, they got four really strong users. On the NFC North, you got a really really strong user in Z Star that you know went to the Super Bowl last season. You got Cookie Boy, who's still trying to um, figure out those lines to make it more consistent. He went to the Super Bowl season one. Yeah. All right. right. So you went to the Super Bowl season one. I wasn't here for that, but you got Cookie Boy, who the last two seasons uh, has he made the playoffs? The last two seasons, I think I'm not. No. I think no. did he go wait, to season wait. two? Yeah, he won season two. I think last he won season, season two. He didn't. All right. So you got Cookie Boy, who's very solid. You got Noble, who's kind of fell off, like especially. This deep into the into the cycle. Well, I they mean, said he made, he made the, play- the playoffs last year and he played well, so I, I missed that part. But apparently he's on but, the roll. But so. no, right now he's in a slump. I don't know if it has to do with, with 
uh, baseball or whatever, but he hasn't done content. His team's lacking behind, and it, it's showing up on the field. The how, yeah, it's, how far it's, behind it's, it's baseball. It is baseball. And then mm-hmm. the Packers, like I said, we don't know. I know you're saying he's playing well right now, but we don't know how dangerous he is yet. His team is not ready. It's all rookies, young guys. He, he's not able to keep up. Yeah, so the NFC North is... Yeah, but he just traded point. all his guys to you, so that's his own fault, really. <laughs> traded one guy to me. What are you talking about? Kenny Clark. Ken- Kenny Clark's a pretty big one guy. Yeah, I ball. wish I had Kenny Clark. <laughs> yeah, so the NFC I North, think, like I, I said... I think, to be fair, that the NFC North is the only one on the NFC side that could really... Really, really challenged. I know Byrne just had a great game with natural. That was a, an amazing game, but like defensively. But I think. Uh, what about Q? You don't think Q so, could be? No, well, Q can. Q's having I a great I season. I don't think. Yes, Q, he is, Q but, could, but I don't Q think cannot. he will keep up with Nat and Fanny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Q, so Q, Q, Q cannot. Q cannot. No, no, no. I feel like Q's North been. I feel like Q's been in the lab, either in the lab or YouTube. I don't he's, know, he's, but Q's, Q's been, been in the lab for good. the last ten seasons. He's in the, he's <laughs> yeah, in the no. YouTube because he's Q's, a one no, play score. No, playing TV a lot better. He's playing a, at a higher level. Yeah. But overall, he's, the NFC North has better records than the NFC East. Overall, in, in my in my overall like in my opinion, like, like I'm looking at it right Q, now, Q is a one place. He's a Madden player. He's a one-play scorer. He's a swerve runner. He he's that type of player. He's definitely a swerve um, runner. <laughs> he's a swerve runner. He's a Madden Madden player. One-play scorer. Like he even said it. All my plays are one-play one-play score touchdowns. Like those are all my plays. He no, he was questioning that when you said that, or when he said that yesterday or two days ago, because he he's he was questioning it because that's what you called him the day before on the breakfast show. Well, he was questioning it, but we labbed. And he legit said it on mic, like we're in the party. He goes, "Yeah, uh, I was like, yeah, your passing game's good this year." He's like, "Yeah, it's a lot of one play score uh, type of stuff. I gotta find, you know, oh. how to work in other stuff." Legit oh. said it on mic in and, and yesterday while labbing. I said, and yesterday he was defending it, and now you say he straight up told. So you. you're saying Q be watching YouTube videos straight up. <laughs> Trying to my, <laughs> a lot of my stuff is one play score TD. Oh wow! Type of stuff. I can't wait for this to drop. Now you I, I are, are you sure that's true? That is a serious a accusation. hundred and ten percent true. hundred and ten percent true. Because I I know exactly like I was talking about his passing game because everybody was hyping up his passing. I'm like I you know your passing game is good, so you can give me a few point pointers. He's like, yeah, a lot of my stuff is one place. Uh, TD type of one play score type of stuff. Oh wow! Um, I got to work on mixing more, you know, moving the ball downfield slowly type of stuff. Legit told me that. Oh, legit said it straight out. But with that said, that if he's doing that type of stuff, don't you feel like he can compete? It, it, no, not against the football mind. Nope, nope. I feel like they, I, honestly, straight up, I think Cam Ufo is the best player we've had here outside of Mole. Obviously, we all know Mole's very, Mole could destroy any of us. I think it's just closer games because it's Sim and he takes a shitty team. He, but I feel he, like that I've I've said for the last two seasons I want to see Mole and KMFO play in a Super Bowl. So here's here's the thing when I going back to Q versus KMFO or Nat, they know how to stop that one play cheesy shit that he's gonna do. And now I say yeah. cheesy shit, but it it's like it's like the the uh, the uh, Mole situation. 
it's not really cheesy, but it is breaking the game a little bit. Like if you run a, a game deep, game yeah, stuff. if you run a deep outpost with your tight end, but you have a deep post from a slot wide receiver on the other side, and to cover three, that uh, outside third is going to come down and play that deep post, and okay. that that over the top post so... is going to get wide open over the top. Okay, but is that cheese or is that knowing? Hey, this guy's exactly. In cover three. It's not. I don't. Think, that guy's don't in cover three. Cheese. I'm doing a deep out route so he comes and plays him. Yeah. And this guy's gonna end up getting open over the right side third because he's playing that. That it uh, is and it isn't. If that makes sense, it is cheese, but it isn't at the same I, time because it's. It's. I feel like that's not cheese. That? That's just no. Yeah, but that's no, just yeah, knowing yeah, what defense like no in. That's yeah. literally just knowing what defense he's in. I don't think that's cheese. I think that's game study. Cover yeah, two, that's exactly. the same thing. Cover two, if I want to post, it's going to be wide open because I know you're in cover two. Is that cheese because I know it's going to be open and your guys aren't going to cover it? No, that's just knowing that a post beats cover two. Yeah, and so you, he knows the combination of a post and an out route beats cover three. Yep, and it's you better know cheese. when it comes to cover two, you're going to know your opponent. If he's going to drop that middle 30, you're not going to throw the post. You're going to throw the deep, the deep, post, uh, the deep out post by your tight end. Because you know that under the under route's gonna draw the corner that's in that flat, and then you're gonna have that wide open over the top. And I, you see it in people's gameplay. Like I see it with Papa Greeny, and I saw it in a few streams where people will take one of those linebackers, play the middle of the field with one linebacker, and put one of those other linebackers on a, a curl flat and play over the top on a cover two, so that you know he's got one linebacker in the middle covering a- anything in the middle. He's got one. Uh, one guy covering a curl flat for a deep post over the corner on the other side, and then he's got uh, one guy playing deep middle to take away that. So you gotta you gotta realize the weaknesses in your coverage and find ways to change it up and make sure that if they they're seeing that coverage, you could trick them into throwing it into a certain situation where they'll think it's open, but it's not. That's why recently in my defensive game plan. I've been going a lot with – I've been paying attention to a lot of the wording, like uh, a cover three, show two, uh, cover four, show two, uh, cover two, show four. Like I've been paying attention to that specifically on certain situations, so I know I could try to trick him because he's going to read my coverage because I think everybody in this league can read coverages. I don't think Mike D reads coverages too much. And that kind of made it a little tough to play. How are you gonna say everybody can yeah. read? Everybody can read coverage in the next line. Say somebody. Can. Well, well, that, <laughs> no, that, I don't. Well, that guy I, I, beat you, so I don't think that really matters. No, no, no. I'm. This is not. A, I'm not saying it as a knock on Mike D. I didn't notice that anything where I. Mike. No, I wasn't no, saying no, it was a knock. I was just laughing no, at the not. wording. Like, did, did you guys see is, the PlayStation thing that I was laughing at yesterday? And it was like, uh, PS5s are impossible to buy. And it was like, massive yeah, PS5 yeah, drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, let me finish before, you know, what I'm saying is, I, I fucking allergies, man. Um, but what I'm saying is, there's certain guys, like, if I play uh, LQ Noble, I'll see him beat me with a deep post. I'm like, all right, he's reading, then I'm in cover two. He's beating me with a deep post. He reads I'm in cover two. He keeps going to the the deep out with the tight end. I'm like, he's reading my coverage. There wasn't a situation in the games with Mike D that I've played so far where I'm like, all right, he beat me on a seam with when I called cover three, so he's reading my coverage right now. Or he beat me on a post when I called cover two, so he's reading. There wasn't that situation. That's what I'm saying about, you know, not knowing if Mike D reads coverages or not. Maybe okay, it's just so, not, he's 
Maybe it's wanna, just he sticks with his game plan, if that makes I wanna, sense. Like, I, I want to hear what Deloitte and a have to think about if it's cheese or if it's just knowing your coverage. The uh, whole Q thing? Just, no, like, knowing, like, a, a post and a deep... How do you think it is? Is that cheese or do you just as, know the defense? I view it as knowing like the coverage and knowing, you know, like... What oh, beats what? I mean, that's real life. Like you're gonna know. Okay, we have this if they come out in this look. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you have to guess right because it's the defense job to try to fool you into thinking you're in something that you're not. You know what yep. I mean? Like that's literally what the you know defensive coordinators get paid to do. So I mean, I don't think that's it. I think it's cheese if you're manipulating the game. I don't think that's manipulating the game. Like if you know what the game strengths and and you know cons are, that's mm-hmm. fine. Like, if, if you're doing stuff that the game's programmed not to do, you know what I mean? Like, oh, if I do this fake blitz thing, the lineman's going to come out, that he's not going to block anybody. I think that's, like, cheese because that's breaking the game. You know what I mean? If I line up in this gap, he's going to come through one touch. I think those stuff are cheese. So, Deloitte, I, I got a question for you. So, on that deep out, that deep out combined with the post when it comes to cover three, that deep third on the, the, the side that the post is going, should be covering the deep post over the top, but because in the game it notices uh, somebody that's you know 15 20 yards downfield, um, you know, shorter from that that post going over the top, it'll run to it'll start going back, but then it'll run towards that, leaving that deep post over the top wide open. Now, is yeah, that I think that's a Madden thing? I mean, that's shit. Is that breaking it? Unless like, you, like you said, I mean, I don't. I, I didn't know about that, so I mean, if if you, I mean, I probably wouldn't say so, just because I mean, you can't do anything about it, and it's just like a simple play mm-hmm. design. I just feel like if you did it like every play, then it could become a spammy and cheese. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, plus, plus, anyone could do it. It's not just he's doing it yeah. in the game. That's every I, cover. Three. I still that think there's everywhere. context to it, like like crossers, right? Like it's hard to stop crossers. It's yeah. fine. It's fine to hit a crosser right i'm not gonna be like that's cheese because you hit a crosser now if you came out and you did a crosser every play then i'd be like that's cheese but i think you know we have a we have a good thing because we have the play limiter where it's not as often so now it's harder for people to say that because you have to have either a bunch of them in your playbook you know what i mean which at that point you should uh, know what's coming or the hot route yeah so i don't know i mean i i I wouldn't say that it's considered cheese how about you, Aaron? How do you feel about it? I mean, I think Deloitte nailed it. I mean, I totally agree with him. The only thing you're exploiting is, you know, what's in front of you and your knowledge, and you're going to take a gamble trying to exploit what you think you see. And like I said, I think Deloitte nailed that. I, I don't, I don't think. It... Yo, everybody here? Yeah, just... I'm still here. Okay, he's I, I, I feel just cut off like mid sentence. You didn't hear me? Yeah, it oh. felt like you cut off yeah. the sentence. No, no, no. Yeah, so no, I agree with Deloitte. I, I don't, I don't see it as cheap. Yeah, I don't either. So well, unless you abuse it, it. and then then that's just a. It's not so much the game; it's just you're abusing one thing. Yeah, and I, I even think that's a line between game planning and abuse. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Sometimes people are like, oh, they did the same thing and it worked. But I'm like, if that's a game plan that you had because you've seen that as a weakness in their game style and how they play, I don't really consider that cheese either. 
You know what I mean? Like it just depends on how much you you do certain things. I think. I yeah. think a lot of it has context behind it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's knowing what they're calling and stuff like that. Like you're doing the work, and you know you're you're figuring out what what's being on called on the other side. To it's not like you're just knowing like that that whole um that whole smoke screen on you know the empty base play with the the fade route and the smoke screen. Like that could be considered cheese because it kind of glitched out the corner who's supposed to be going in a deep third that just stood there because there was a smoke screen stood there and then waited until the guy blew by him and then they started chasing the guy that was going downfield. So, so but, that but is that a glitch cheesy. or is that still a coverage thing? That's a, I, I think like that's I, more of a glitch. I, not, I don't know. I feel like that's just again knowing the coverage. I think like ah. it truly has to be game breaking to where the guy literally just like completely out of whack. Not like oh he waited because there's a smoke screen and then went is there not a way like, to stop he just stood there. If there's no um, way to I stop it, just, I would say I think if you played over the top, it fixed it. You but had to play over the top. If there's, you a, to if there's a counter to it, then I don't. That's when I don't think it's considered. You know what I mean? Like if you could counter something, then yeah. I think it's a fair game. Then it's not game breaking or cheesy. Like, you truly have to break the gate. Because that's my thing about cheese. Um, like, some people, they think spamming is cheese or this and that. When I joined PML, cheese was straight up, you broke the game. You know, you're glitching. It's not supposed to do that. That's what I considered cheese was when people would be like, oh, you're cheesing hiking hall. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, oh, you do all the time. I'm like, bro, that's point. spam. That's not cheese. <laughs> that has a spam and cheese go hand in hand. That, that's not true at all. You guys hear me? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you don't think we're getting to a point where, like, we all play Madden, right? It's a hobby to us, but we're getting to a point where you can't even enjoy the game because is this a rule? Is that a rule? You know, things like Sounds that. Like yeah. I, I think, I think, spam, like, with spamming, right? I don't think, I mean, we have to play um, cooldown, right? Other than that, I mean, I think it's just a style at that point, right? Because if you watch film and you know a guy, you know, runs crosses or you know a guy, you know, runs the ball a lot, right? At what point is it now just your game duty plan. to kind of game plan it, right? Because, like, yeah, I hear people right. like, oh, they run the ball more than they throw the ball. That's fine. But that should also play to your advantage because you yeah. should know they're going to run the ball yeah. more what, than they're going to. Didn't Burn complain that Miley ran the ball, like, 73% of the game because the rule says, like, 70-30? Exactly. That. You could be a, a, a run-heavy team. It's that's technically like, uh, already a rule, but it's, like, that's that's something <laughs> – Petty to complain about. That's like when I played Papa Greeny and he complained about me throwing. Uh, I think it was like three or four screens I threw in the second half. Well, you came out in a cover four drop or a cover four or zone drops in mostly every play call that you had. So I'm like, if he's not gonna play man or worry about you know the running back coming out of the backfield or you know anything underneath, I'm gonna call a screen because. Then that's going to set me up golden, where I'm going to gain eight plus yards yeah. uh, a touch because I I got blockers ahead of them and you're all your guys are all dropping right, back well, into the zones. And before I we because, before like, we people... end this uh, episode, we're almost at an hour, and this is breaking yeah. news. We have we a trade. To be. We, we have, have a, trade. a trade. We have a trade. About that trade. Hold on, real quick. I wanted to. Oh, oh, okay. I see it. Hold on, before, <laughs> real quick. Before I want okay. to. I want to just slip it in. You know, what I mean, spit on it, whatever. Um, that that goes with like. People think that, like, I, like, I'll call something else. So, like, oh, you're a salty Sims score guy, blah, blah, blah. But, like, 
they don't understand that people like that. It's like Burn. Burn truly had to go into the play counts and do the math to, like, how does that roll pop in your head? Oh, he ran the ball 73% of the game. You know what I mean? That's, that should be considered, like, the salty, the salty sim guys, the salty losers and stuff like that. So it's like, that's why, like, I chuckle when people are like, oh, you're a salty sim score guy. It's like, no, I'm doing it so I don't forget about it tomorrow. But it's like, I just want to kind of throw it into that. He pointed out, like, oh, well, he ran a screen four times. It's like, no, you're salty. You lost. And you couldn't stop the screen. That's really all it came down to. And I think if it ever becomes an issue, that's when you just lower the play pull down yeah. thing or whatever play limiter, whatever it's called. Uh, other than that, I mean, you're with, you're within you're within the rules. Play the game, yeah. Like we could call a play five times if if you don't like that, and, change and it wait, three times or you whatever. Wait five plays to call it. But, if you bump it up to like seven and then bump yeah, that down so, to like three. But yeah, go on, go on about the trade. I'll let you break it. Adam so Schultz. yeah, go ahead, Deloitte. If you want to break it, and then I'll give my. Uh, Two cents on it. All right, yeah. So we have the Buffalo Bills sending Tyler Lockett. Was he ninety three speed, something like that? Ninety four, yep. somewhere around there. Ty- fast Tyler Lockett to the New York Giants for Shane Bouchelle, a quarterback who I don't never heard of. Jaden Blue and a first round draft pick. Now here's what I'm gonna say. First job Q. You you complained about your team. Your team has holes. You went out and you got a established player and gave up something of value to KMFO. Now, people who say don't trade with natural, don't trade with KMFO, if it benefits you, because a lot of the times, say what you want about natural, he's going to give you a good package if he wants a player. He's he's straight up. He's going to give you what you want. He's going to he's going to make sure he gives you a good a good deal. Now, a lot of people say, oh, I'm not going to trade with natural. I'm not going to trade with blah, blah, so-and-so. Well, then you're handicapping yourself. So don't complain three years down the road or three seasons, three years, but three seasons down the road in PML when you're like, oh, my team sucks. Well, typically well, teams like that, you'll get decent deals because that's how they build their team. Like They're not going to build their team consistently with you know the 30th draft pick. Exactly. It's not like you're getting great players. So typically free agency and trading is how you they're going to come up. So – like, as much as I well, said about can, uh, can I ask a question real quick? Yeah. I, I got interrupted by work because um, I heard someone say good value. So what about this trade is good value for Tyler Lockett? A backup I'm quarterback, the trade. a backup quarterback. And well, so to be honest, the quarterback and the receiver were just to fill the trade calculator because if you look, right. they have very high value. But yeah. here's the thing. So, so it, I don't even think Tyler – What's that first round really worth? We're in season five. Exactly. What the fuck are you going to get with that? But I'm saying, this, he didn't I, want in my opinion, this is just a bet. Okay, I mean, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean a, you just a, allow the trade to go to the, the lottery. Giants, you know, then. you're taking a shot at getting this. Superstar. How so, 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 uh, so hold on. So, do you think the trade benefits the Bills more, or you think it benefits it, Q more? Q. It, it I, I, think, so, I think no. I think Q completely completely robbed. He got was dropping on the Bills. Okay, I think, yeah, Lockett wasn't playing. He wants to get rid of that cap. He wants to get rid of the cap, and he's been shopping Lockett. Yeah, I don't know. He's 30 years old. Okay, yes, yes, but there's no worth in that calculator. He's got Josh Allen. But, Why is he getting a QB? He's no, but I tell, I tell you this. I, I, I wouldn't have given up the first He got a backup quarterback that he doesn't need because he has Josh Allen at Superstar X Factor. He's got a – you trade a wide receiver for a worse wide receiver that's going to drop even lower on the depth chart. And you got a first round pick that's not even going to start on your team next year, and then we're over because it's season five. 
There's no worth in this trade besides the Giants getting Tyler Lockett. There's so my really question, nothing good about this trade. Well, I mean, he's dropping that cap. He's dropping that cap. Right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, my, he gets cap relief, but they you gave at least a big contract get, two years ago. Yes, but he still needs to get something for this trade. I, I, I feel like they went in blind and picked a couple guys and said, here, Listen, he, like, have Listen, his cap situation is not all that great when he, when he started giving out some big contracts to some guys last year. No, I I agree that I think – I agree that the Giants won. Deny the trade and make him release Lockett, or if he wants to get rid of the cap. You can release him. He got nothing well, no, okay, this is my thing. I agree that, that the Giants round. the Giants could have won the trade, right? But you see all the time in real life that a team if, – if a team needs to get – cap space typically a team that has a cap space available to absorb that player typically gets a good deal you see what i'm saying i'll tell you this i wouldn't give up and you're talking about value it gets based on team because Lockett was in my dm i would not give up a first round pick for him no so i can't say like this is a terrible thing because i wasn't even willing to do a one let alone a one plus two other guys (laughs) exactly see see here's the thing he's a 30 year old wide receiver and what case in point do you see in real life that a 30-year-old wide receiver not only gets so, a first-round pick from a team, but plus more? Well, speaking of, here's Bills. Bills so do you think a regressing well, – because he's going to get hit by regression. He's only star now. He's going to be he, like 85, 84 next season. And he's got 94 speed. You that's think that's just like worthless? Well, the bill, he's got 94 the bill, speed. Who cares if he's fucking The Bills gave an explanation. The Bills give an explanation. I just want to read it just in case anyone didn't see it. Bill says he's his fifth receiver. It's just cap relief for himself. Lockett served his purpose last season, had a big year starting in the slot, but now the receiver he drafted in year three in the third round is rated 81 with 95 speed and star dev. So he beat out Lockett for the starting slot job in the preseason. Okay, so say I want to get rid of Odell because he's 15 million cap. I should just get rid of him and the trade should be approved for a seventh round pick because I want to release. No, that. you sell you sell Odell for less than what you want if you oh. want to get rid of that cap. And you gotta put it in the situation. When it comes to Lockett, he gave it up for that. The, you he gave see, it up for like nothing. I've seen I've Literally seen it nothing. a lot. He's lucky he's got anything from it. I've seen a lot where people have to give something up for people to he I had that really situation with anything, though. He got a first round pick and it's gonna be a I, late pick, so you're gonna get a seventy overall. What is that? Bro, I was shopping D Ford. No and one wants people D Ford. wanted He's fucking bums. Ex- exactly. <laughs> he was garbage. People he wanted me him. to give them a pick because I was cap dumping somebody. He is cap dumping Tyler Lockett, but there's actually a team like the Giants that need that piece. That's like, hey, instead of just getting rid of Tyler Lockett, I'll give you a little something for him. Here's a first round pick, and here's two young players. Like, that is a win for the Bills. He was pretty much and dumping Tyler Lockett. This late, in the si- this late in the cycle, that is not a good trade. For It's, it's a good you trade. Have to, you have to think we have a season and a half left. The young assets it's are good not a good trade. trade. Yes, a good trade season one. When you can do something with that, yes, that is a Who good do you trade. Know, how do you know he, ha- he doesn't have to resign X, Y, and Z this offseason? Or he can still possibly flip flip that one. The one should not be worth up to anything. I should be able to trade my 60 overall wide receiver for a first overall pick. I wouldn't say a one is worth nothing. Because what if you hit on your one? It's like me saying KJ Henry is worth nothing to you. KJ Henry is an 80-something overall. But I'm saying he's an 80-something overall. 
season one, and he's a he's an X factor. <laughs> so I'm saying like it, you can hit on a guy that, you know what I mean. And especially when you got to pay guys, sometimes you just need a seventy something overall to draft, come in and be cheaper gonna, and fill the spot. Yeah, exactly. And this draft is going to be uh, a lot higher. Speaking of draft, we have draft year. content starting to, to develop, but still. I think it's going to be yeah. I think it's going to be this draft being boosted oh. is not is not guaranteed. And no, it is I'm not saying that. Season five did, draft did, J, did JT come out and say that we're it's boosting guaranteed? This did he come out I'm and not, say that it's guaranteed? It don't have to be guaranteed to me. It's just saying like just the fact that there's a lot of if you look at people's rosters, there's a lot of guys who are drafted who are playing roles. He said it. JT has already said it. Like when? it's been in an announcement. When? Season five draft class. Last, are you talking about last boosted. cycle? No, he said it. For now on, season five draft classes will be boosted because they realize that there is no worth in season five draft picks unless you do boost them. I don't when know about that one. Maybe we get an official statement from JT. But I mean, he I think just for that. a cap relief, for a he cap relief thing, for a cap relief thing. I mean, I don't think he won it, but like. You, he needed cap space for something. So whether it's re-signing players or having players in the offseason or just having flexibility, there's a reason why he needed cap space. True. So to okay, go listen, out... His, that, but that makes sense. But looking at the at the trade committee, you can't just let a trade just go through. That was well, a I don't just know. let it go through. That was a fine trade. That was a I fine mean, you got to look... And I don't know, I don't know where it was on the calculator. I mean, that's a... I don't know. He got two things he didn't need that were just filled just to fill up the, the trade value because obviously that first round pick probably has like... Only like yeah, eight, I don't know. Thousand, only, it only too, has um, value, and players obviously have more. Like those players probably had like six mil or six thousand worth put together. So he probably like seven thousand. Got a right first there. round pick for an aging, expensive wide receiver. <laughs> I think yeah. that's a win that he though. wasn't using. That he right. wasn't using. But all. the the thing is, is the first round pick is not guaranteed a starter or anything. But like even that. if he gets, it's a not a guaranteed good player. Rated defensive. No, I mean, it's no never. Draft. It's never guaranteed. No. What if the best player is not even a seventy-seven? It's never guaranteed, saying. but it's also not guaranteed a bum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Contract. Like you, you don't know what it, what it's going to be. But and I mean, you're taking a chance. You're taking a chance with the value of ninety-four speed. Yeah, it needs to be more income coming in on that trade. Neff literally said two days ago, speed is key. That's that's how you win Madden games. Speed okay. owns Madden. So he just dated, Q just got 94 speed for nothing. So if he, literally he just got robbed it for nothing, him. why weren't you? He just robbed him. Blow. No, we'll revisit this next next season when Tyler Lockett now is in 83 and his speed is down to 89. And we're looking at yeah. the draft. And KMFO he's, has what, a He's contract. trying to win this season. That's a buy. I'm going to buy this season. What do you expect him to give up? For, for the for the Giants, like I've said it, to, I've said something it worth ninety four speed. He's given up what was worth. He gave up nothing. What he was gave up a Tyler Lockett? That could be a bust. What was Tyler Lockett's value though? Like how many people were knocking on KMF doors, KMFO's door? Like, hey, I want Tyler Lockett. He went in my DMs about Tyler Lockett. He was legit. Okay, to so shop again, him. Like, hey, just you because want this? he's I'll shopping him dick. means anything should be get, just approved. Again, if I just want to get rid of Odell just because I hate him, I should be able to get a seventh round pick approved for it because I just want to relieve Cap and get rid of him. So you think that's it's what a you're trade saying. committee problem? That's what you, yes, that is what I'm saying. I don't give a fuck about KMFO's situation. <laughs> the committee needs roughly, to stay consistent. The numbers were roughly close. The, 
Okay, but the you, trade you gotta look at the context. The trade, the trade calculator is you, not you can't every... just look at who's the better player in the deal. That's not the point. See, you think I'm making it about Giants and Bills. It is about the committee letting that happen. I don't need, see why the committee needs, would be It's not just about the Listen, it's not just about because the first round pick going into season five means really almost nothing. It's also three cheap contracts on the Bills payroll now, which gives them Okay, again, it has nothing to do with the Bills. It is a committee letting Tyler Lockett go for nothing. He also wasn't using Tyler Lockett. He was fifth on the depth chart. I, but, but I don't okay, think it's nothing. I don't think a first-round pick. Okay, listen, Tyler I think that's value. fifth on the depth chart. He's fifth on the depth chart. So you trade for a wide receiver 20 less overall with five like less than five speed, and that makes so, sense? Dude, so I'm my, trading my... for picks in this upcoming draft. So I think it's literally value. Like, it might not have value to you. It has a lot of value to me. A team that doesn't have a lot of cap space that needs yeah. bodies cheap. So it had value. As long as there's exactly. a pick. Exactly. Now send me pick. Mike Evans. So, so you want a first-round pick, okay, and you're giving up whoever. It's okay to add players to nickel and dime the trade calculator just to get that pick done because that has value to you. No, that, I'm, not a, fan, I'm not a fan. I'm not no, a fan of. Uh, Neff, you're the main reason that we have this whole trade calculator thing because you're the one that complained about nickel and diming, and now you're saying nickel and diming's okay. Well, you have to because draft no, picks have don't. no fucking worth in the trade calculator. They have no, no worth. He wants player anyway. for worth. He wants player for player, and that's not how trades work. Trades have a buyer and have a, a fucking seller. You okay, either buy a piece or no sell a piece. Last year. Last year, they got toned down just a little bit. Last year, players still were worth more. People don't realize how trades work. It's buy or sell. You're buying or selling. It's rarely ever do you see, okay. I'm going to give up my superstar for your superstar so, so you can try to fit my thing. superstar in your scheme you and I can try to fit your superstar in my scheme. You can't deny a trade for nickel and diming and then go ahead and approve a trade for nickel and diming and support it. I mean, I don't know. This is not where... nickel and diming. He gave him a first-round pick for a 30-year-old, 89-year-old. Yes, yes, yes. I but guess what? That first round pick is not worth it. That's why they it added is the players. Worth it. That is why they added the players. Go look in the trade calculator. I'll because bet you. The trade that calculator trade does not value out. draft picks regardless. I exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So they nickeled and dimed it with two players just to throw in there. You why could, you I could throw in Tyler so Boyd, here, Marlon Mack, and a whole here, bunch of guys. Here's the thing. You could uh, we could go back to season one. Let's say this is season one. Tyler Lockett for the first overall pick. Guess what the trade calculator would say? Go fuck yourself, Bills. Tyler Lockett is way too much just for a fir- uh, first overall pick in the, fir- uh, in the first round in the first season of PML. The trade calculator values the first overall pick at like okay, 2,000. And JT has came out and flat out said the trade calculator does not determine the trade. It's a tool that they use, yes, to look at it. But that's not what determines if the trade goes through or not. And exactly what traded, we're saying is, I a first just round traded pick is Odell. Money. I traded Odell in the off season. He's got fourteen thousand value for eight thousand value, and it was I have double the value, and it was completely off. And guess what? It got approved because I got something but, worth it back. I got a starting cornerback, I got a starting lineman back, and I got a replacement wide receiver. You're giving up Tyler Lockett for two bums that are never going to see the field, even to just end the game in a QB meal. And a first-round pick, who's probably going to go between a 69 and a 73 overall, probably, because it's going to be late in the first round. He's selling, buddy. You're not getting that. He's selling. He's selling okay, that. but that's not the point. The point is the trade committee let it go through. This is a trade committee thing. Your inconsistency of allowing trades go through. I don't care if it's the Bills and the Giants. 
Sure, he wanted to get rid of Cap, but the trade committee let him get away with getting just nickel and diming it just to get rid of him. Why didn't you just release it at that point? Why don't you just allow him to release him? It's, it's, uh, you want him to literally give him up for nothing. He just, just did. Give him up. He just did, literally. So what's the difference? What's the difference? Oh my God. What, what are that, you saying here? That one is just him releasing. Two is the committee allowing it to happen. The he's, trade committee. He's getting so, a little so bit of So when something. I come in next season of season five, and I want to give up fucking a 69 lineman, a 69 fucking D tackle, and a first round pick, I should get a 99 overall X factor because I'm just selling. Bro, he's a I'm just 89 overall Kyle Lockett. The, the point is the value doesn't add up. Oh my lord. <laughs> the value does not yeah, let's, add let's wrap up for the calculator for the company. I think, to I be think able we're done with this show. Good. <laughs> you're not, you're, it's you're way looking over your head right now. You're looking at it as a Giants and Bills. Bills is just selling, so Giants bought. That's the only thing you're looking at. The problem is the inconsistency with the committee is still there. That should have never been approved. HD, no. let me ask you this question. Oh, let me ask you this. HD. You're a Ready? dumbass. HD, would you give me a first round pick for Tyler Lockett? I'm not giving up anything for Tyler Lockett because I don't fucking need him. Exactly. Okay, I don't, I don't think anybody him. was, so he took what he got. <laughs> so I don't need him, but that's not the point. I don't, I'm not buying or selling anything. What do you want? Do you so want again, so what you're so telling I me should you just give up to hold on to Tyler Lockett. I should just give up Odell for nothing, and it should be approved. I should go in and say, hey, give me the 49ers sixth, sixth and seventh round pick because I'm just getting rid of Odell, and you need to approve it because I just want to get rid of him. No, they're going to be like, oh, look at the Tyler Lockett trade. He got this, this, and this, and he only got OBJ for this. It looks like Burns on your side. He said that looks like a bunch of random players added to the first. They are. No one's denying that. Yeah, the trade yeah exactly. it is. You're it nickel is. and diming, and that's always been frowned upon in PML for the last 12 years. I don't know one team in this league that would send their first round pick. I wouldn't send my Lockett. first round pick for Tyler Lockett. By himself, like, let right alone anybody listen, else. If it's a season, a season fact, you can literally come take all my draft picks. If I didn't need to have four of them per year, per the rules of PML, oh, okay, well, I would get rid of them. We, I would I'll be in touch. I don't yeah. have any <laughs> <laughs> I am negative nine in cap. So I'm going to go trade Odell for a seventh round pick, and I'll take whatever player you got that'll fit. I hope so. I, I, send me Odell for a seventh round pick. I'm cool with it. I just need you to add a 67 overall wide receiver and a 55 overall running back so we can fill up the calculator. Exactly. That's what exactly. we're going to do. You notice That's how last year, Neff denied a couple of my trades in season one because I was nickel and diming, and now he's okay with it. That's not, that's, that's the totally, inconsistency. Totally that's the inconsistency totally I'm talking different. about. No, it's not. So when you're offering a first-round pick, a third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, uh, instead of just offering a first-round pick and a second-round pick, but you're offering fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh, that is – when you're offering it's just, 10 They picks just nickel and dimed it with two players because he only wanted it a first-round pick. But, it was but three knows, pieces. It was three pieces. It wasn't okay, five or six. he knows it wouldn't have got approved for just a first-round pick straight up, Right. So they nickel and dimed it and added two players. That's the problem. But our debate they just is so denied... far off because we're sitting here saying that the first round pick has more value, and you're you're saying that that trade so should never happen because they they uh did you just cut out? Oh, he's still here. No, no. They he's they just here. denied a season four off season trade because they they literally claimed that it was nickel and diamond. So here we are. Read that. Tra- here we are a month trade. and a half. Here we are a month and a half later, and they're allowing nickel and diamond. 
how bad of a nickel and dime was was this trade? Like, how bad was it? Like, we it wasn't know. that we, bad. We wouldn't know unless we went to the calculator and did it ourselves. But still, it's not all about the calculator. You have to use your brain and look at it yourself and realize, wow, is this really worth it? This makes, the this makes me interested to find out what the uh, first trade was. Didn't they have a trade that got declined already? Yeah, I think so. Like, yesterday. They probably, probably threw those two guys into the deal. and <clears throat> Maybe he just offered the first round pick. And they're like, and no, you're going to bring up a, bring so, up no, a little bit. So, no, you got a nickel and dime it and give them a fourth-string quarterback and a seventh-string so, wide receiver. So, let's go back to when I was on the trade committee. Draft picks were worth something. I, when I was on the trade committee, the draft picks were worth something. They're not much better than now, they are now. Now, you have to nickel and dime with players to possibly get close in value to make your trade look okay. Because there's there's looking okay on a trade calculator, then there's also is this a realistic well, trade? This is my thing. In I a think, realistic I situation, I think I think a one I think a first round pick straight up for Tyler Lockett is way too much. Is like, I wouldn't much I wouldn't do that with regardless. <laughs> and and I think that's where the value you know difference that we're having, you know, is I just feel like legitly Cooper so, and the NFL exploded. So I think I think the um I think we'll find out more next year because um, you remember I suggested like what was like two weeks ago, first round or first over, season one picks should be worth more than season five picks. Like JT mm-hmm. shouted at them every year in the thing. Basically, after that talk, like I talked to him, I think that's going to be a thing next cycle. I think we'll learn more about all this nickel and diming and what worth really is because again, this first this first round pick has the same worth as it did back in season one. So I think we'll see. I think we'll see a reevaluation of the draft picks um, as a whole. So are you, are you thinking? Like, are you thinking like the committee just going off of the trade calculator and that For, off of what I, they it, think is value? I think most of it shit off the calculator because think about it, even JT said if he had a vote in half of those trades that happened this off season, they wouldn't have got approved because mm-hmm. JT doesn't. Go I don't think I would have Trey Lance. He he said he 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 doesn't go straight off the calculator because people are like oh. This doesn't work in the calculator. Isn't that he's straight up said calculator is not you know the end of all. Yeah. It's just a end tool that all. they used. It's just yeah, a tool. Exactly. So yeah, I think yeah. this trade is a straight up calculator call. They said, yeah, go ahead, send it. It's even. Yeah. If we could, I know why he keeps the trade committee a secret because you know you can't hound them and get on them and everything. I think at this point, we AD go find out who it is and start calling them pussies. I think there needs to be two. <laughs> there, there's two ways to fix this. You either announce who the trade committee is, or in these trades, you put a box at the bottom that says why it got approved or why it got denied. Plot twist: the whole committee is just HD. He's by himself. Yeah. <laughs> so, because I've even asked Plot JT before. HD is the trade committee. <laughs> he is the trade committee. Last, last cycle before we had this um, this whole trade approved bot, JT would announce trades, tell you DMs, whatever. And he's like, oh, he's like, I did this because I'm tired of talking to guys. Go rework it. But he's like, okay, go rework it. But what do you, there's no feedback. Yeah, my trade got denied. Say, say I was trading my first round pick for Joe Burrow to A-Rod. And it gets denied. He's like, oh, go rework it. But when the trade got denied, there's no explanation. JT doesn't have a reason for me. There's no, there's no explanation with the bot that says why it got denied. No one reaches out. 
I think that would help a huge part in uh, trading as well. So all, all we really learned from this is that you need to send me Odell for next to nothing and that I'm going to send my first round pick over to the Bucks Actually, you know what's funny? Mike Evans. Screw you, first of no, all. No, no. Oh. Anyway, remember two days ago when we were talking about trading Odell and I said guys won't give up what they want or won't give up anything, but they want somebody. Chris hits my DMs. Hey, I want Odell. Hey, who's said, Chris? Who's I Chris? Said, no I, said, okay. I said, I want either a superstar linebacker or a superstar safety because Odell's 99, you know, yeah. or 97. He's X-Factor, 95 speed. He's like, oh, I don't want to give anything like that up. I'll give you these fucking normal stuff. I guys. said – I said I don't think I want to give it. Well, but but that that that's where value comes. I I think at this point, like you said, first round picks, like first round picks, aren't valued as much. I also think that older players aren't valued as much this late. But I just thought it was funny that I called out that Chris trades like Cookie Boy, and (laughs) he he literally did exactly what I said he would do. He would want Odell, but he wouldn't give up anything for him, and that's exactly that's just what I I wanted to point out. So. It's not like I said I gave you a shit offer and said, "Hey, this is the best you're gonna get." No, I said, "All right, I, I guess I can't get Odell." I never said, "Oh, listen, here's this, this, and this. You're gonna take it because it's a good offer. I nickel dime you for Odell." Saying, like, "No, nah, it's not gonna work out if the price comes down and you're willing to give him up for anything besides, you know, what I don't want to give up. Uh, you know, my front seven or the two safeties I just drafted last year that are a star and a superstar and playing really well." I don't want to hurt my defense. That seems to be the only thing that works for me personally. Yeah, I want oh. you to ask Mike D about that. Yeah, Mike D won. Okay. <laughs> like, what are you trying to say? Yo, I'm tired of y'all bringing up Mike, Mike's name, man. Y'all act like he's a, <laughs> like a scrub or something. <laughs> Listen, D Lloyd, stop with the positivity. You're playing with a special helmet on. We're, we're talking shit. Right? The positivity's got to go. No, it's positivity. No, Mike, go. Mike, Mike, D, Mike D's fine. Mike D played played well. Mike D is. Do y'all want to know what I what I, I told? Y'all want to know what I told Mike D when we first played after the game? That he sucks. No, I told him I think he could uh, compete in that division. I, I actually thought that too, and now he's one in three. And then he now. made me look bad season one, so now I'm proud that he's uh <laughs> he's one in three. He's coming around now. Yeah, he's yeah. one. In, he's one in three. A close so like, one in three. So it's like a morale booster. Hey, you know yeah, Moose is one in three. Uh, I mean, the lead's he's two in and it. two right now. Hey, you know what? Can that can that he's go the zero and sixteen roll? Like, I know it says you get a get a boot, but like, what if you lose? 12 or All right, man, look, games, we gotta like, go. This is like the longest points. episode ever. Yeah, this is like forever. <laughs> right now. But like, what if, what if you lose by like less than one score 12 times? Did you really go 0-16? Yeah, Like tough. You were still, comp- you were still yeah. competitive. You never got blown out. But that's why I think you gotta get rid of that rule. Oh, well, bring it up in the offseason, I guess. <laughs> you can't do nothing about it now, Mr. Commissioner. All right, oh. all right. All right. Call JT, we gonna, want we want seven AT, points. AT, shut up. AT. No, we want seven <laughs> points for this. Shut up, JT. I'm calling for a raise. Uh, I can't <laughs> wait for people to hear this bait. Can't wait for yeah. people to hear this bait. Send me send me Odell for nothing. Let's go. <laughs> now stop talking and I'll send my Odell for the first round pick. Boom. Apparently we that's got all a you deal. Need. Exactly. That's what I'm going to give you a first round pick. I was thinking the second round pick, but okay. As long as you include two backups that like won't touch the. I'm down. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll include Eric Armstead or Justice Reed or somebody like that. Dude, you've been trying to give me Eric Armstead for like three seasons now. Well, I, I don't want to get rid of Eric Armstead. We're done with the show. Everybody at PML, have a great day. 
It's been a really long show. We're sick of HD shit. We're sick of Neff shit. We're going to get out of here. Everybody have a great day. Just talk about yourself in third person.